The Twins beat the Mariners in the series finale. They win the series in Seattle at T-Mobile Park. It was a nice 5-0 victory for the Twins. Let's break it down on today's episode of Lockdown Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 15th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Twins your first listen. Again, this is Nash Walker. This is my fourth season writing for about the Twins at Twins Daily. This is my third season recording daily podcasts on the Minnesota Twins. And they won a series over Seattle in Seattle Um, it was a nice series win. And there were things that they didn't do so well. There were things that they did very well in this series. And I want to break them all down. Let's start first off the top with Sonny Gray, who was tremendous, tremendous in Wednesday's series finale. He was spotting up that two-seamer all over the zone, picking his pitches, buzzing that, that slider down and away to righties. I thought he was great. And I said yesterday, Sonny Gray is underrated. He's underrated, not only from, I think, a Twins fandom perspective, but a league-wide perspective. Yes, the stuff is diminished. He's no longer 95 with the fastball, but he's 92-93 with heavy, heavy run on that two-seamer, and his stuff is great, and most of all, he's a competitor. Sonny Gray is a battler. He's a competitor. He's going to go out there and battle, and that is why I love having him in this rotation. I think he's a great veteran presence. For the young guys, I think he provides value off the field for them. And I think he was a fantastic pickup for the Twins. It did cost Chase Petty, who I really like, their first-round pick, who could turn out to be like a true ace in this league. But it's going to be a while, and the Twins clearly were in a position where they could go out and win this year. And I think that's starting to come to fruition. The whole offseason... Could the Twins field a team that, that could be competitive in 2022? And so many people were like, no, this rotation is much too diminished. There's no way they can field a competitive team. They're not going to win enough. And listen, they've only played 65 games, but they're in first place. They've won 37 of them. They're 37 and 28. They're a competitive team in the American League. They're a competitive team in Major League Baseball. So the answer is yes. Could this team... Could they reconstruct this team in a way to make it competitive in 2022 after they sold at the deadline and traded Jose Barrios and Nelson Cruz is done in Minnesota? Could they still field a competitive team without Kenta Maeda? Byron Buxton, we weren't sure if they were going to extend him and they ended up extending Byron Buxton, which was a great move, clearly. I mean, in the early going, it's been a great move. I still think it will be a great move for the Twins. Could they field a competitive team? I think we have our answer, folks, through 65 games. I mean, we're not talking about a month sample size anymore. It's June 15th, and, you know, in a month, we're going to be at the All-Star break, and the Twins' schedule is pretty light, and they could go out there, and we're looking at the spreadsheet on YouTube and put up a clunker against Arizona and Cleveland and Colorado and start to play poor baseball. I don't think they're going to do that, though, because they have a roster that backs up what has happened so far. They have Sonny Gray. They have Joe Ryan. You know, they have Carlos Correa and Byron Buxton, and they have star power on this roster. They have depth in Gilberto Celestino. They have a dude at the minors who's crushing in Alex Kirloff. 
they have a lot of good players on this team and guys who fill in their roles very nicely in Gio Urshela. And you have Trevor Larnick, who overall has been pretty good. I know recently it hasn't been as good, but overall has been pretty good. You got guys getting it done, man. Yuan Duran is a star in that bullpen, a star in the making in that bullpen. So I don't think that this is a Twins team that's capable of crashing to the point of like, you know, 78 wins this year. I think that's out of the question. And that was a concern coming into the year. Like, how would they all mesh together? Does this team have enough talent? I don't think this team has enough talent to make a deep run in the playoffs right now. I think they need more. So don't get my words twisted that I think this is a World Series club right now. That's not what I'm saying. But absolutely, this is a competitive baseball team. And we just have to remember the conversations that took place on this show in December, in January during the lockout, even coming out of the lockout. Would they be able to field a competitive competitive team in 2022? The answer was yes. And I'm so glad that they did take that chance, that they did set themselves up to, to sign Carlos Correa, that they did trade for Sonny Gray. No matter what happens the rest of this year, I'm very grateful they put themselves, they decided, they made a decision to say, we're going to try to win in 2022. And that's all I was asking for all offseason. Like, I think this is a roster, if you make the correct moves, that can compete in this American League Central Division in 2022. And they're in first place. You know, like they're competing in this division. They're in first place in this division. And my thought as much was as much about the rest of the division. I still think the White Sox are coming and they swept the Tigers and scored a bajillion runs. And I think they're going to turn it on and be tough for the Twins. But even then, like they're competitive. They're clearly competitive in this division and in the American League. And they go and they beat Toronto in Toronto two out of three. They won four out of six against Tampa Bay. They played the Yankees pretty tough. They lost two out of three. They played them very tough. It's clearly a competitive team, man. They go on the road and they win series. You know, they this is what they do this year. And they, they've done it consistently enough. There's been speed bumps. This isn't a perfect team, not even close. But they do win. I mean, this team wins a lot. And it's been fun to watch. And, you know, I'm grateful that they took that chance. Let's talk more about the Twins rotation. Let's talk about Alex Kirloff a little bit more after this word from Blue Nile. Blue Nile. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, there's no better place to look than Blue Nile. Find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind if you're looking for fine jewelry, but you're having trouble choosing. Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7, available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Sports listeners. Get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON+. Plus. Every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. The Ultimate NBA Mock Draft starts June 16th with over 50 insiders. Nothing equals the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft. The Lockdown NBA Big Board Draft experts plus the Odyssey insiders. First pick is June 16th. Search Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and follow now so you don't miss a pick twins rotation feels like it's getting back to where they want it to be and they're still missing bailey over they're still missing josh winder so it's not going to be great you're still going to see 
Dylan Bundy. But Devin Smeltzer is pitching extremely well. You have Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, Devin Smeltzer, Chris Archer, who's been very good recently, and Dylan Bundy. And right now, I think that's going to do it. I think that they'll be able to win ball games if that rotation can stay intact and and stay together, and the offense can support them. That's a huge key. Can the offense support them? They didn't really support Sonny Gray today, but he kept that at a scoreless game. Worked around that leadoff double that turned into a triple from Taylor Trammell, and he put up zeros through the fifth inning. And they're watching him because he just came off the IL, and I understand there was some angst that he was pulled after the fifth inning, but he's coming off the injured list. It's just what's going to happen. I mean, they're they're going to be cautious with Sonny Gray, who's so important to this team, extremely important to this team. He's going to start a playoff game if they make the playoffs. Like, this is a playoff starter. Joe Ryan is a playoff starter. And I've said they need a game one starter, but these two are playoff starters. And these two will dictate a lot for the Twins moving forward. And if they continue to give the Twins chances to win, and in Sonny Gray's case, when Sonny Gray's been healthy, he's been absolutely terrific this year. He's got a 209 ERA. The strikeout rate is outstanding. He, he's just looked great. I mean, the eye test is checked out. Sonny Gray has been awesome for them. And we know what Joe Ryan can do. So the rotation is more stable than it was a week ago. It's not full strength. It won't be all year because they're missing Kent Maeda and Chris Paddock. Maybe Maeda comes back in September and into October. But it won't be full strength for a while. And that's okay. They can still win a lot of ball games. They still won, have won a lot of ball games, not being at full strength. I'm excited about the direction of this team. I, I am. Like, I'm excited to watch today and see them in a pitcher's duel. Marco Gonzalez was great. I mean, he was awesome against a Twins team that has crushed him in the past. He kept them off balance. He was outstanding into the seventh inning. And they still found a way to win that game. They found a way to add on some extra runs. And they got out of there with a W. And I thought it was managed well to go to Theobar after Joe Smith. He got the out on, uh, I can't remember, Abraham Toro, who pinch hit. I thought this game was a game the Twins could have easily lost. And they didn't. I thought game one of this series was a game the Twins could have easily lost. And they didn't. And they found ways to win those two games. And game one, their bullpen was great. Today, their bullpen was great. But also, Sonny Gray... And they found ways to score late. And the uh, Luis Arai's emergence to another level has been a revelation for this team. I mean, imagine if Luis Arise was not doing what Luis Arise has done so far. I think they would be like three or four less wins. I think it's that drastic. He's been that good for them. Byron Buxton, knock on wood, has remained healthy. You know, not fully healthy, but off the injured list. Things have gone well for the Twins through their first 65 games. And it hasn't been perfect. And they've been dealt a tough hand in, in many of these weeks and many of these series, but they've just found a way and they're, you know, nine games above 500. Now they're going to go to Arizona and play the diamondbacks, a team that coming into the year, not expected to be a, con a contender or competitor. They have pitched very well and Seattle. I mean, Seattle pitched very well in this series. They did. I mean, they pitched pretty well in game one. Chris Flexen was, was good in game two. They shut out the twins. Logan Gilbert was really tough. And in game three, Marco Gonzalez got into the seventh inning with a shutout. They pitched very well. And the Twins still won this series. They still took two out of three. That's the most encouraging thing for me is even when, I've said this many times, but it's true. And this is the mark of a good team. It's not just like the 15 nothing wins or like beating the Tigers a lot. That doesn't, that doesn't really show if you're a good team. What shows if you're a good team is even on those days where your offense doesn't get the hits in game one, they're not driving in the runs, you still win. Even when 
Marco Gonzalez shuts you down for six plus innings, you still win. You still win that game. That's the mark of a good team. And what it does is it opens up opportunities because you're not going to hold Byron Buxton down for that long. You're not going to hold Carlos Correa down. Heck, you're not going to hold down Max Kepler for that long either. So this lineup and Jorge Polanco has been out too, and he'll come back. So you can, they've weathered storms extremely well. When they don't have Buxton in the lineup or when Correa's down or Polanco's out, they've weathered those storms in a very admirable way, and they've found ways to win those games. And that's why it's encouraging for me. That's why it's exciting for me. And that's why I think this team is legit in the American League. I really do. Uh, I think, you know, I thought that as recent as like a week ago, maybe, or two weeks ago, it started to become real. But they go to Seattle, they take two out of three in the way that they did. I think it's another it's another sign that, yes, this is legit. This is not smoke and mirrors. This is a deep team. This is a team with star power, and it's a talented club that I think can win a lot of games down the stretch. Let's talk more about that after this word from Athletic Greens. What is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. It's lifestyle-friendly whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar with no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything. And guess what? It still tastes very, very good. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The best place to make your bets is betonline.net. It's your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, the latest fighting news from MMA to UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. So yes, I think the Twins are legit. And I will gladly come on here and say I'm wrong if they, down the stretch, fall apart and miss the playoffs. And it's disappointing because anything, if they miss the playoffs at this point, it's, it's a disappointment. It really is. I mean, coming into this year, I would have been disappointed if they did not try to add and and try to compete. And it still would have been a disappointment if they missed the playoffs. But it's especially so now because you're nine games above 500. The White Sox are still below 500. It's one game. They're 30 and 31. But if you show me, you said Nash, or you gave this to Rockable, Deli, Derek, Family, 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 anybody, any Twins fan, I think, and you gave it to them and, and it's a sheet of paper and it says, here's where we're at on June 15th. The Twins are nine games above 500. The White Sox are 30 and 31. The Twins are in first place. Cleveland is, you know, two and a half games back or whatever they are, three games back. I don't know, whatever, where they are, wherever they are. And this is where you're at on June 15th. Do you want to sign on the dotted line or do you want to take your chances that something better happens? Where is my pen? I will sign that thing so hard the ink will seep through the paper. This is, this is a great start for the Twins. It, it's become 
a very good to great start for the Twins. And they they have left some wins on the table. I think there's games they should have lost that they won, though. So it's been about right with how they've played. I think they've played good baseball. They've pitched well for much of the season. They've hit home runs. They've scored. They've struggled with runners in scoring position at times. And I, I still think that they need to improve in that area. And it, it was, again, today, you know, they did it in the late innings and helped them win that game. They, there are flaws on this team. They've done a lot of things well. And, and there are clear flaws. I mean, the back of the bullpen is a clear flaw, right? They need a frontline starter. That's a flaw. I think they could use another bat in the lineup, especially now that Royce Lewis is out for the season. I think that's going to come back to bite them, unfortunately, because Lewis added to the ceiling of the Twins where you could have had a lineup with Lewis, Correa, and Buxton. It just sucks for Royce. It's nobody's fault. It just sucks that he's not a part of it. So I think that adds to the desire to go out and get a bat if a bat is available. Someone like Josh Bell in Washington, I think he fits this team in a wonderful way. I think he would make them better instantly. But, you know, he plays first base, and Alex Kirloff and Luis Arise are over there. So it gets tricky. I mean, they like who they have, and I like who they have. At a lot of these spots, you can always get better. You can always improve in any area. And I always use the Astros in 2019 as an example. They had Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander. How could you have a better one-two? You can't. By definition, those two finished first and second in Cy Young voting in 2019. Legitimately can't have a better one-two punch than Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander in 2019. And what did they do? They traded for Zach Greinke, who at that time was having an all-star caliber season for Arizona. You can always get better. I don't care. You know, people are going to say, the Twins have enough bats. I don't disagree. That doesn't mean they shouldn't go out and get another bat for the playoffs. Like, why would you not go into the playoffs fully armed, fully prepared, and ready to go? There's a long road ahead until we get to October. I'm going to be here five days a week breaking it down. There's a long, long, long way to go. There's, you know, 98 games to play for the Twins. But to this point, 99 games to play. To this point, they have impressed me. If I were just to, and we break it down on a night-to-night basis. So it's hard for me sometimes to come to these like more broad conclusions because we just, we microanalyze everything on the show because that's, that's what the show is. It's five days a week. And I say, oh, that pitch from Sonny Gray, that was a mistake. Or like that swing from Byron Buxton. If you were to take all of it combined in the first 65 games and you'd say, Nash, how do you feel about this team? I would say, This team has impressed me. This team has surprised me. And I'm not shocked because I knew this was a possible outcome, especially with the Correa edition, Sonny Gray. I knew that this was possible. I'm still surprised with how it's come together and how they've won some of these games and how they've battled through adversity and how they've done it not healthy. I don't want the narrative to be that the Twins have been so healthy all year. Oh, the White Sox, they've been so hurt. And the Twins have been so... Twins have not been healthy. They have not been healthy. They've been riddled by COVID positives. They missed Joe Ryan for almost a month. Carlos Correa has missed a ton of time. Byron Buxton is held out of the lineup because of his knee. Paddock is out. Maeda is out. Alcala has been out basically all year. They ain't healthy. Like, they haven't been healthy. And that makes it more impressive for me to be nine games above 500. If they were healthy, I think they'd probably be 12, 13 games above 500. I really do. If they were, like, just a fraction healthier, I think they would be. But with that being said, like, if Paddock starts a game that Chichi Gonzalez started, Chichi, they won both of his starts. (laughs) Like, that's baseball. So you never know. And you can't just say, oh, they'd have 10 additional wins if, you know, Paddock, Maeda, and Alcala were healthy right now. They'd have 10 additional wins. 
That's not how it works. But it does feel like they'd be much better with those guys. Their record would be better with those guys. Uh, It's been fun. Like, I'm enjoying this, and I'm so excited. Like, at this time last year, I was doing five days a week. I was recording, and, you know, some of you were here, and I'm so grateful (laughs) you were here for that. It was bad. I mean, I, I grinded through it, and there were some exciting things that happened, and there was beauty in the struggle last season. But I'm so grateful to be sitting here today on June 15th and and have the season, not only have the season be alive, but alive and well. Last year, it was not alive, and it certainly wasn't well at this time. The season was, was over right now a year ago. And I'm so happy to be sitting here today on June 15th recording with the Twins nine games above 500, and the season is alive and well in first place, and they're on track to make the postseason. So much more to do. So much more baseball to win. So many guys need to stay healthy. Things need to roll in their favor. They still have to go out and play these games. They have to play more games than they've they've already played by a good amount. But I'm impressed and I'm excited about the direction of this team. Thank you for making Locked on Twins your first listen today. Now make your second listen to the Locked on MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest story around, stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked on MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day and go Twins.